Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am joined by one of our Clever Bunch graduates, an amazing businesswoman called Amy Islip from Think Better. And Amy is an incredible relationship therapist and educator. And in this episode here, we're talking about how you can apply Buddhism philosophy in your business. And also the one thing we all need to work on to take our relationships in life and business to the next level. And also something related more to business is how hiring a virtual assistant can be such a game changer for you in your own business. So let's jump straight in. I'm so excited to bring you this episode. Hey, Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Francisco. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I've been really looking forward to this chat, actually, especially because I really appreciate what you do with your company, Think Better. I think the impact that you're making in people's lives is incredible. So let's start at the beginning. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you got into running and setting up Think Better mm-hmm. and a little bit about your journey. Well, it's a bit of a funny, funny story, actually, because uh, I was working in finance uh, for a cosmetic surgery of all places and went to this motivational speaking gig. And the speaker said, are you living your best life? Are you living your purpose? And I literally went to my boss and said, I need to resign. I need to go and study counselling. Wow. So <laughs> that was about 15 years ago and uh, haven't looked back since. So uh, I studied for four years to become a counsellor and psychotherapist and then pretty much hit the ground running after that and worked for a lot of big services. Um, so I've worked across corporate organisations, non-profit organisations, just giving any kind of counselling really that was available until I decided that um, a lot of those services were short-term. So we got a lot of really great quick wins with people, but I wanted to do some deeper work. And so I decided to start Think Better counselling and relational skills training. So. Yeah, because your specialty, you, you do a lot of work when it, in terms of relationships. Mm-hmm. That's sort of your specialty. And and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. I, I would definitely also love, I know this is a, a business podcast and we'll talk mm-hmm. about marketing, but I would definitely also love to hear one or two relationship tips <laughs> in a minute. Absolutely. Before, yeah, definitely, because yeah. that's your thing. But before we go, go there, also uh, something else that you have done, which is very interesting, is following your love of philosophy and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You spent four years studying with senior Buddhist monks and nuns. I did. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I think that's incredible. Yeah. Well, I um I was always interested in uh, human behaviour, and that seemed like a, a a natural extension of that. So I went along, actually, first seeking something for myself in terms of my own stress levels and how I felt about myself as a person. And so I just went to a meditation um, weekend, and absolutely fell in love with the whole philosophy of it and they had these quite in-depth training programs and then over time 
I was invited to uh, study with them. So I would study every Sunday for four hours, Buddhist texts, learning them by rote. And uh, after a period of time, they asked me to teach for them. So I was one of the first teachers uh, in Australia uh, to be asked to teach as a lay person. So a lay person is someone who's not ordained. They're not a monk or nun, but it's considered um, a bit of a privilege really and it was uh, an absolute highlight being able to teach people love and compassion. Yeah, I I think that's uh, that's an incredible achievement to have and just so fulfilling can you just share a little bit i know this is really putting you on the spot but about the this philosophy the buddhist Mm. philosophy what what from this philosophy can we apply as business owners oh wow absolutely yep that's a great question so i guess at the heart of all Buddhist philosophy is that it is that the world that you experience is a product of your own mind Mm. and I know that's a bit tricky to wrap your head around for some people but essentially it means that you you we've got like this filtration system essentially so there's so much data coming in we're like a computer and we really filter that down into a very low field a narrow field Mm -hmm. but if you broaden your field if you broaden your belief system so for example if I think I can't charge much for my services people won't pay for my services then my focus is going to narrow down into all the reasons why I shouldn't charge very much for my service. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. if I narrow, if if I broaden my focus to what I have to offer is incredibly valuable and you can't really put a price on that. And if people are getting these amazing results, then why not? They're, they'll be happy to to pay for this wonderful service. Then it creates a very, very different reality to I can't charge much for my services yeah I love that so it's it's a bit also similar to the stoic philosophy so we basically create our own reality and then probably in the buddhist uh, teachings it's maybe also a little bit about the vibrations that we then put out there uh, making this up but you know sort of uh, you're on the money though (laughs) (laughs) so I think it's a really important thing that you're saying it is the the highest minds that you can um that you can achieve are love and compassion so they they talk about them being the two wings of a bird and in order to fly you need love and compassion Mm -hmm. and so if you're if you're developing those mindsets everything you do is tainted by that so if you're a business owner and you've developed love and compassion, then what you put out in the world has a foundation of love and compassion. So yeah. that's kind of cool. I love that. I really like that. So that's maybe something that we can all as a little reminder for our own journey as a business owner, but also as a human being is to embrace and focus on love and compassion. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. And I think you guys do that incredibly well in Basic Bananas. Like I've just been so impressed by how the focus is really on offering as much value as you can. So, I mean, that is a that is a mindset of service and love right there. So that means that anything you do from a marketing perspective is, mm. is has much more chance of being successful because you're coming from this really beautiful intention to start with. 
That's a great example. Yeah, it is almost as simple as that. It's as -hmm. simple as making your marketing come from a a place of giving, generosity, love and compassion instead of taking. Yeah, absolutely. We could pretty much stop this interview here and (laughs) take this away. Sure, done. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You've been in business for a long time and I'm sure, you know, there have been some incredible moments like, you know, being one of, being the only or one of the first lay people to teach Buddhism here. What are some maybe of the challenges that you've had along the way? And then how did you overcome those? I think the biggest challenge is as a um, a sole trader is, um, is, is moving beyond yourself because as one person, you're just incredibly limited like there's only so much you've got in terms of your own resources um, and your own energy and, uh, you know, one of the best things I did was actually make the decision to join the Clever Bunch so that I felt that I had a team of people around me, there was some accountability, people were checking in on my progress and what I was doing. So that was definitely one of the challenges for me. And since then, I've tried to involve more people in my business. So I've got a virtual assistant Mm -hmm. um, and we meet every week. So it doesn't feel, it's not just me, it's actually there's, um, there's people behind me. Uh, So that was the absolutely the biggest challenge because I'm I'm limited as one person. Yeah, and that's I think that's something that a lot of solo entrepreneurs, business owners go through. It's sort of this you hit this wall, and and I believe mm-hmm. also from our conversations there was you know a bit of overwhelm and like how am I doing everything? And yeah. and as as you've now done, is you, the answer is you don't have to do everything on your own. You can obviously being smart uh, about money but understanding the value that you have on your time and then hiring people that are maybe better at certain things and faster possibly even absolutely it's been an incredible um eye-opener for me just having uh the virtual assistant and and Jem she's amazing Jem is a gem I can honestly say that (laughs) and Jem um what she can do in an hour of us having a call would take me an entire day. And from any, even if you don't have a whole lot of business now, that doesn't make a lot of sense if I'm taking a day to do something someone else can do in half an hour. It's it's fantastic. I love it. You're starting to outsource some of the, the work that, that can be done by someone. What So you're also one of our Clever Bunch members. What have you tried before the Clever Bunch? And has it worked? What what are some other things you've tried or has it maybe not worked? Yeah, well, um, uh, so I had I had read like quite a few books. So there's there's things like the E-Myth. Um, there's there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's business books that you can read. And I think that um, without that accountability, you, you can you can get a little bit of, ru- of a rush of blood to the head and get a little bit done, but then it's very easy for it to fall away. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I really like about, um, about having a 12-month program is that uh, I want to get the most value out of that. 
that's an investment for me and I want to really make the most of that. So I make sure that I'm turning up and I make sure that I'm taking notes and I make sure that I am, uh, right, what do I, what action can I do from that? What small steps can I make that will actually turn that from theory into something that's going to benefit my business? Yeah, and you've done that really well, actually. You've been amazing to have in the group because as you see in the group and the dynamic is often, it's almost, you feel a little bit of pressure when other people are doing (laughs) implementing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've been one of these people that has been implementing. So I think you've actually unintentionally helped other people. Oh, I hope so. The <laughs> yeah, it's almost unavoidable because they're like, oh, okay, these guys are doing that. I need to do that. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been really great to have. It's them. funny that you say that, Francisca, because from a psychological perspective, there's something called the panopticon effect, oh. which means that if we're being watched, we're more likely to elevate our behavior. Yes. <laughs> so, what's, called? what's the effect called? Panopticon. An opticon effect. Yeah. Okay. I've never yeah. heard that, but that makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I like that for the color bunch. <laughs> That's perfectly valuable. Now, in the color bunch, we, we work on a lot of different things. What are some of the, you know, maybe the, the perceptions you've changed or what are some of the actions mm. that you have taken that have really helped with, with your business? Yeah. That's um, a great question. I think for me, the most pivotal. Um, shift in my mindset was actually around what I thought marketing is. So I think like a lot of people, I had a um, probably there were negative connotations attached with marketing and probably to follow on from what we were saying earlier, it was based around that that perception of of marketing as as grabby. What can I what can I get rather than what can I give? And I think being able to work with a clever bunch completely um, flipped that on its head. So to me, it's more about how can I explain with more and more clarity what it is that I do to assist people so that if that's a really good fit for them, there's no barrier to them accessing that. Like that's pretty exciting rather than me just like keeping my light low and yes and yeah. yeah. And it's so funny because it goes back again to to the philosophy we talked about in the beginning is about mm. it's the perception of things. So so your shift in perception of marketing yeah. has helped you to then grow your business and in return then also helped you, helps you to help people. So the ripple That's effects exactly like we like to call it are are just infinite. Absolutely, they are. And I think that's the key in any business, the ripple effects can be can be infinite. If you give people a really good experience, then they go out into the world and they talk about their really good experience. And then other people go, maybe I can have that really good experience too. And so that feel good vibe just spreads. Yeah, yeah. And and in your type of business, because the work that you do is so impactful, it's even more important to be out there and to help people. And and you've also changed your offering to now be able to actually help more people. So it's not just yeah. based on your time. Do you want to share a little bit about that? And and then also maybe let's talk a little bit about, I believe you've had quite an interest in bookings. Yes. And yeah, so maybe we can, let's talk a little bit first about, because you're offering, we, we actually mm-hmm. have delved into it, but you, you now are basically able to help people anywhere in the world. 
Yes, absolutely. And that, that's been one of the um, absolute advantages of our, of our move to online uh, that we've had to make, I think, because COVID's gone through the entire world. Like most of us now are really set up to to have these, like the conversation that we're having. Uh, and I think there were there used to be a bit of a block for people about online training, whereas now it's the norm, and mm-hmm. it's actually incredibly um, effective. And it's great for your time management. You, you don't have to drive somewhere, so and 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 it's so accessible. You can just do it anywhere in the world. I've got I actually have clients that are across time zones. So I have clients in uh, London and I have clients in Mexico um, and Lebanon and all, all over the place. So that's really cool. Like I'm, I'm pretty delighted with that. So what I decided to do, one of the reasons why I joined the Clever Bunch was because I felt like I'd hit a wall in terms of my one-on-one time. There was only so many one-on-one sessions that I could do. So that meant that the amount of clients that I could take on was really limited. And yet the things that I was teaching people, so things like um, managing your inner critic, how to develop self-compassion, how to communicate more effectively, how to manage conflict in a way that strengthens your relationships rather than deteriorate them, how to connect like with deeper intimacy, all of those kinds of things Mm. um, I can I, I was doing in these one-on-one sessions and I realised I could actually have a much bigger impact. I could help a lot more people if I moved to um, online training masterclasses. So great. Yeah. And all that information is on Think Better. Think yeah. Better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's just important important lessons that, that I, I'm sure some of our listeners will check it out. And then also in terms of your bookings, do you remember sort of how much you've had an increase in, in your bookings and also mm-hmm. new clients since we first started working? Um, so uh, I think there's a, it's about a 25% increase in bookings and a 10% increase in new clients. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm very happy with that. <laughs> and it's only, you know, that's only. It's early days. Yeah, that's only after less than a year. I think yeah. You're such on the right path. You've also got a new beautiful website. What were some of your or are some of your highlights of the Clever Bunch program? Mm, I think the first three sessions were just outstanding. So um, really getting clear on my purpose, um, the Think Better's purpose and our values and our branding because all of those things I'd never actually articulated. And it's a really funny thing because in um, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, they talk about how what you language you can have. Mm -hmm. and I hadn't languaged some of this stuff. So to be able to say to people that, well, our values are non-judgment and curiosity and compassion and courage and humour, like that sums up, you know, how we work when we work with people on on their relational skills is just um, it gives people a lot of um, confidence. If I know what I'm saying, they sense that, they get that. Yeah. And you've really made your values your own. They're very much, you know, part, a part ingrained in, in what you do. They're not just, let's just whip something up. They're really felt mm. in your business, in your culture. Yeah. yeah. Now we did promise the listeners and the viewers here a little bit of relationship. <laughs> advice. 
<laughs> you know, it's a, I mean, where to even start? Oh, I you know, know it's such, yeah, 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 it's such an open-ended question. It but is. intuitively, yeah, what is something or a few things that you would love to share? With yeah. Our- okay. I I think one of one of the the biggest barriers to us experiencing deeper love and connection is the way that we treat ourselves. So if we often are really lovely and understanding and compassionate towards other people and then we make a mistake and we go, oh, you idiot, you know, why did you? And we think that that's not really a problem, um, but actually that gets in the way with, of how much you can love and connect with other people because as long as there's judgment about yourself, there's going to be judgment about other people even if you don't realise it's happening. So I guess for me the the biggest tip for people to have better relationships is actually learn how to treat yourself like your own best friend. Be nice to you. Be kind. I love that. And that's also so applicable in business Mm. because we will also have better business relationships, better relationships with team members, with customers, with suppliers. I love that. And it's quite interesting. And you would see this a lot, I'm sure, in your practice. But I've got a few friends that have gone through you know breakups and and then sort of attracting interesting the same (laughs) thing over and over Francis yes 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 and sort of you know people that were maybe not quite nice and then when they started doing the work on themselves not obviously I'm not a relationship advisor but obviously Mm -hmm. you don't want you can't control other people but when they started working on themselves rather than the potential partner suddenly the people that came into their energy fields were very different. Exactly. You get the love you expect to receive. So if you're being really hard and critical on yourself, then if somebody is not treating you particularly well, then you're more likely to, to just wear that rather than, than really kindly say, I'm sorry, that's not appropriate. That's not okay to say that to me. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. We, we can wrap up here, but I did want to just ask you if there's anything, any final words that you would love to share or any, any last sort of wisdom or anything you would love to impart? Oh, well, um, I don't know about wisdom, but um, I think gratitude is a bit nicer. I'd like to say thank you to you, Francisca, and your team, uh, because I feel like without Clever Bunch, uh, I would not be able to have more the greater impact that I am having. I needed that support and I just really, really appreciate it. So thank you. Oh, now you make me. Make <laughs> I know. So emotional. That beautiful uh, flow and effect. Yeah. I know. Thank you so much. That's really, that's really kind. I didn't expect that. And that yeah. means the world to us. And I will share that with the team. You, you know, we have a gratitude folder here and any you know any love letters we call it a love letter any customer appreciation we get gets shared with the whole team because without the team we wouldn't be able to help and support people so thank you so much thank you amy really appreciate it and for anyone listening amy has a fantastic website called think better we'll put it also in the show notes and on there there's also insights information blog there's lots of stuff that you can get access to that is just really valuable so make sure you check that out and as always thank you so much for tuning in and thank you amy again thank you so much thanks francisco have a great day you too bye-bye bye
To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.